wanna be a motherfucking hustler. You better ask somebody. What is up, guys? You're listening to the MF CEO Project. I'm Andy. I'm your host, and I am the motherfucking CEO. Guys, listen. The point of this podcast is for you to become the MF CEO of you, okay? And I touch on this almost every podcast because we're growing so fast. We're gaining new listeners, and I want people to understand what we're doing here, okay? We are a movement. This is a project. This is about reinstilling the values that built this amazing country that most of us live in. Now, I know a lot of you guys don't live here, and a lot of you guys probably don't like America, and to the, you guys, I say, fuck off. But here's the deal. Hard work, perseverance, taking responsibility, being a good motherfucker, those are all important. And what we're going to talk about is how parallel the values are of entrepreneurship and also living a productive life, okay? So while this is technically a business podcast, you have to realize that you are the business of you. And what better way to be in business for yourself than to be the motherfucking CEO of you? And that means you're going to go through life kicking ass, taking names, and everybody's going to look at you and wonder how the fuck you became so awesome. That's the goal of this podcast, all right? Um, Of course, there's some satire and some sarcasm there, but the reality is we're going to make you better. Okay, that's our goal. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Vaughn the Impaler, the pastor of Disaster. Who, thanks to you, has received quite a few grand pies. All the grand pies, baby. And the grand pies are just flowing. Yeah. It's crazy. Now, <clears throat> I would normally ask Vaughn what's good or what's up, but I already know what's good and what's up today because we have a very, very, very important project that him and I have been working on for a long time that many, 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 many of you asked about every single day. When is the book coming out? When is the book coming out? Andy, you should write a book. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? A book has been written. That's how Mike Tyson would say it. (laughs) And not only has it been written, it is actually here today in my hands. Mm -hmm. Okay? So we haven't announced this because it's a top secret project. And you'll understand why when we tell you, but we are going to do a Facebook Live about this very, very soon. Um, We're going to do a Facebook Live on my personal Facebook to announce what the book is, what it's about, and uh, let you guys know know, where we can get it. It's going to be available on Amazon and Barnes & Noble, everywhere. Um, Well, it's going to be, I mean... If everything goes according to our plans, it's it's going to drop. I mean, you're going to do the Facebook Live the night that this podcast actually drops. Yeah, tonight. Yeah, so tonight. if you're listening right now, we're going to do a, a podcast tonight at 7 o'clock that is going to uh, let you guys know what this is all about. So if you're listening and it's not 7 o'clock yet, and if it's 6.58, stop the podcast, go to my personal Facebook and we'll tell you all about what we've got cooking. Yeah, so that'd be December 6th Yes, for those of you who yeah. need to Today, specifics. December 6th, yeah, the day you're listening to this podcast. December 6th, yes. Like, otherwise known as today. Yes. Right? <laughs> exactly. Grandpa? Yeah, exactly, Grandpa. <laughs> so, 
Guys, that's the big news. That's what we've got up. You know, uh, we talk about the book. Vaughn and I have been working on, this is how the podcast even started, guys. A lot of people ask, how did you start a podcast? I got asked that in an interview yesterday. Uh, I did an interview for uh, for Inc. And, uh, nice. and they asked me, how how'd you come up with the idea for the podcast? Well, actually, the podcast came about because of the books that Vaughn and I have been working on for the last two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And we were audio recording the chapters and... I don't remember how it came up, but people kept, we kept posting the videos on, uh, that's how it came up. We kept yeah. posting the video clips on Instagram and people were like, well, where can I listen to this podcast? I'm like, podcast? I don't have a fucking podcast. <laughs> and I had to like explain it like 30 times before I realized and it clicked, fuck, we should have a podcast, yeah. you know? And, uh, so that's how the idea for the podcast came about. And, and many of our awesome ideas come from you guys. Uh, but that even makes this what we're doing here cooler because it's a true community. It's not, um, it's not some dude out there talking down to you peasants, you know. And tr- no, I'm a regular guy just like all you guys who happen to do a couple things in life, and I want to share with you how those things happened. Um, now, as always, you know, we don't have a program, we don't have uh, a mastermind course, we don't have all these ways to like suck the money out of your pocket, and we don't ask for anything. So what I do ask for in return is to share the podcast with your friends. That's all we ask for, okay? Um, if you find this podcast valuable, if you think that, you know, it helped you, if you liked it, share it with your friends, man. A lot of people are trying to get back on track. A lot of people are trying to find that rhythm in life, and uh I think this podcast can help them. And if you think so too, share it. That's all we ask. Absolutely. The only other thing I would say about the announcement tonight is that, uh, yes, exactly. The only thing, the other thing I'd say is that, you know, as you've said, we've got a handful of books coming out in the next couple of years. This one tonight, as all of ours are, we're not just looking for it to be a New York Times bestseller. No. We're literally looking for it to reshape culture. Yes, absolutely. That's what we're going to cover. We're going to cover that. Yeah. It is. It is a different kind of book than you could ever fucking imagine. It's it's not been done before. It's never been done before. It is designed to break down barriers and break down thought processes and break down limitations in a way that you listening right now cannot possibly fathom because it has not been done before. And that's a fucking fact. And if you tune in, you'll see. Mm-hmm. So, um, so. What are we going to talk about today? We have, you know, what, four or five weeks to the end of uh, the year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I I see a lot of people. We just did Thursday Thunder on the Now Resolutions, which was extremely popular. Thank you, guys. Um, got tons of great feedback on that one already. And, you know, this, this project that we talk about, the MSCO project, it's about action, okay? It's about execution. And, and that word is almost overused now like you know see every every guy out there every girl out there that's wanting to be something talking about hustle talking about execution um talking about getting shit done and while that's all great and good that doesn't mean action without thinking it doesn't mean just go out and do mindless acts it it doesn't mean execution without like reflecting on what your goals are and what you're trying to do. You know, we talk all the time about how everything positive starts in the mind. And, you know, normally on Tuesdays, we're super practical. But today, I want to do something a little different. I want I want to do a little podcast that's going to force you to think really hard and 
maybe help you get more equipped to act effectively in the next year, okay? If you're not already thinking and working and and moving forward in 2017 right now in your mind, you're behind the ball, man. You know, this this isn't like, oh, I'm going to scrap the next month and show up on January 1st and be an ass kicker. No, let's start now. Let's get things going now. Um, you know, we're talking about things that are very basic but are important to think about. You know, success, greatness, motivation, perseverance. And, uh, you know, our typical approach is just to have um, a free-ranging conversation in the next couple of weeks, we're going to do things a little bit different. Vaughn, Vaughn is going to become, you know, the the MF, the, the motherfucking Socrates, if you will, you know, uh, and toss out some questions and we're going to have a conversation and it'll be a little more of an interview style to get you guys nice and primed for the year coming up. Um, you know, this week we're going to talk about basic principles. Basic principle of success, right? Yeah, well, basically, I mean, we're going to talk about success as a whole. I mean, guys, this the next four weeks is designed to sort of reorient you and recalibrate you and get you ready for 2017. And so we're going to, we're going to, this is, you know, this is the first of four. The first one is going to, we're going to talk about success in general, and we're going to go as deep and as and as rich and multi-layered as we have ever gone before, and so I'm I'm just going to throw out the questions, and this is my favorite thing to do is just throw out the questions and let let uh, let Andy uh, freelance. Which can I you know, say something real quick? Yeah, I just it's cool because uh, you know seeing all this come together over the past couple of years, you know this is how empires are built. Like you guys start, had a conversation, and then you took action, and a podcast was made, then you did speaking events. Now you're writing books. Right. This didn't just happen. No. Like, but I think that's what you're trying to say, yes. right? Yeah. Like, we didn't just shit this out and it became <laughs> successful. Like, go back and listen to the first couple podcasts. We were fucking terrible. I mean, the content's there, but it was bad. And yeah. this is, yeah, you're right. It's a case study in how things actually go. Yeah. You know, what What do we have in our corner? I, have a, I had a huge social media following before we started the podcast. Um that helped us get it going. Right. But other than that, it's the same thing as all the things we talk about. Right. I mean, it, it, you and I talked about that yesterday. Yeah. You know? Right. <sighs> so we're, no, good, good thoughts. So we're going fundamental. So the first question that I'll just toss out to you here is, I mean, obviously anybody listening to this, they want to live a successful life. But if you take somebody's life and you break it up into different components, um, you know, Somebody could be a family, you know, family person or you know, a parent or somebody can be you know, a worker or whatever. In, in your mind, and let's just start very basically, how should the average person look? How should they divide up their life to where they, you know, they're going to evaluate the different aspects of success? Well, <clears throat> I can't answer that because I can't tell people how to live, right? Certain people are, you know, if you think of it as like, like a, uh, a soundboard, right? And you've got like four levels. Okay, you've got uh, financial success. Okay, you know what a soundboard is, where the things slide like forward an and backwards. Right, exactly. Yeah. Then you've got on the next switch, you've got uh, um, family. Okay, on the next switch, you've got uh, relationships, and on the next switch, you've got fitness. All right, and there could be other switches for other people, such as like um, ph- philanthropy or other things. Right, mm-hmm. which is that would be on my board, and people tend to like try to give all they can to all of those things and push the switches up on all those things 
and live that way. And, and the truth is you can't, you can't live that way because you can only give so much. And so at different, my opinion on that is that at different points of your life, those, those switches are going to be pushed up and pushed down. And it's going to be a constant symphony of trying to manage those levels. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that most people look at it on like a per day basis, right? They think about balance, which is the word that goes around that people talk about, you know, and that's a, that's a word like people who aren't very successful use a lot balance because they use the word balance to justify, you know, and morally like condemn somebody who's actually putting time into other areas that, that they aren't, uh, which isn't right. Um, you know, and, and they look at it on a per day basis, right? I got to get up. I got I got 30 minutes to do my fitness. I got a fucking nine hours of work. Then I got family time. Then I got TV time, which is me time, you know, and like they try to divide it up on a day. And I think that's very hard to do because the truth of the matter is to be really good at all those, you've got to go all in on those at certain times, you know? Right. Um, so I think it's more of a macro look like a like a a month or a year or 10 years is how you should be looking at that versus looking at it as a uh as a day you know schedule right you know what i mean right. like i couldn't build a uh, the business that we have um by trying to work eight hours a day it's it would be impossible but because i maxed the level out for the last 16 years now I can pull my level down a little bit and put my level up on philanthropy, mm-hmm. put my level up on fitness. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so yeah, yeah. that's, you know, and, or family, you know, and that's, that's how it works. And like, let's say I had a family right now, which I, you know, I've got a wife, but I don't have any kids. But if I did, if I did have kids, mm-hmm. I'd be able to go to their baseball games. I'd be able to sponsor their teams. I'd be able to be the coach. I'd be able to do all that shit because you know what? Nobody tells me what the fuck to do right. because I put in all that time. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's all about managing the levels to try to create the life that you want 10, 15 years from today, right? Makes sense. So let's just jump right into this. You have said again and again and again that your definition of success is success is realizing and pursuing your own true potential. That's right. So... In the next couple of minutes, I just want you to unpack that like you've never unpacked that before. So the word realizing, I suppose, can have two means, meanings. It can be realized in the sense of, oh, you just discovered the potential you had. But it can also mean realize, like materialize, like make real. How do you want us to understand <clears throat> that term realizing? Like I'm, I'm being real specific. I want to. Dude, just, you have to wake up. Yeah. Okay. You have to start looking at life as a player, not a spectator. Okay. Most people look at life as a spectator. Um, they watch, they see, they watch reality television. They have conversations like what if, or wouldn't that be cool? Or, you know, one day and those things never happen to them because they're constantly putting themselves in their mind in a spectator's role versus being a player's role. Mm -hmm. And, that's the first realization that you have to make is that you have to understand that you could be a player. You could be relevant. You could be the people that are getting the attention and commanding the income. And I'm not saying being a movie star, but I mean, even a small business, um, you can dictate 
a whole lot more than what you realize about your own existence. And most people, because of the way they grow up and the, the way society is designed, don't ever wake up because they are conditioned from day one, go to school, um, go to college, get married, have two kids, uh, get a job, all right, work that job for 30 years and retire. Mm-hmm. And the problem with that is this, is that when you do that, you have to realize that the entire system is designed for you to be enslaved in that system. You know, get a mortgage, uh, be in debt, make just enough money to get by. So you have to work. It's designed that way. Mm-hmm. It's designed that way because the, the world needs people to work, right? And everything you learn in school, everything you learn growing up, everything you've probably witnessed from your parents has been in that in that uh, limiting belief system. And so waking up from that is very hard for people to do. It's because it's it, it goes against everything that they've witnessed. Um, I think that most people, that's where they get hung up at. You know, they, they, they are told their whole lives, they're a spectator. They've been told their whole lives that, you know, that's for other people, the shit they watch, that's for other people. That's not for you. You know, you're, you're an iron worker. You're a railroad guy. You're a construction guy. You know, you're, you're a, an accountant. You're this, you know what I mean? And that's what they become. Right. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but I'm but I'm also saying that, you know, it's hard to feel very fulfilled at the end of your life if you never wake up and realize what you could actually accomplish and try to accomplish that. Because what's going to happen is you end up coming to the end of the road and you look around and you say, man, you know, what did I do? Well, I got married. I had some kids. That was pretty important. Uh, but other than that, you know, I just sort of, did what I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that people are going to feel very fulfilled about that. So you really feel in spite of the fact that we throw around terms like, Oh, you're special. Oh, you're so unique that really at the end of the day, people really don't truly believe in the staggering p- potential that they possess. Why would they? Why would they? Uh, I don't know. I mean, how are you going to believe in something that you've been told your whole life is for other people? Hmm. You know what I mean? Right. You know, there's no reason for them to believe. So they never look for it. So then they leave their, they live their whole life with, uh, you know, blinders on, looking in the same direction, not looking outside of that direction ever. Um, and they sort of let life dictate. Dude, it's like, it's like swimming with the stream versus swimming against the stream. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and people wake up all the time. Everybody wakes up. Like everybody, everybody, but most people don't wake up until they're getting ready to fucking die. You know, they're, they got cancer and they've got six months to live or they've got a bad car accident and, and they're going to pass away or they, you know, they, they wake up right towards the end. They're like, shit, I didn't do anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. So everybody wakes up. The key is to wake up while you still have the opportunity to do things. Mm-hmm. So, so. Let's say somebody does that. Let's say somebody's eyes are open, scales fall off their eyes, and they're like, man, I, I could really be amazing. I could, I could really do something really, like, history impacting. In your opinion, like, what's the best way to take an inventory of the resources that you have in your life? 
you know, how, how, I guess another way of putting it is it's one thing to say, yes, I believe I have potential, but then it's another thing to turn your gaze inward and go, okay, now I see what's in me that I can use to impact the world. And, and you know what I'm saying? Like it's taking stock. Look, of man, what, I have not met, possess. I've never met one person ever that didn't have a certain area of life that they were at least more advanced in. I mean, even the dumbest person I've ever met has still been smart about something or creative about something or interesting about something. And I think it's important to find where it is, you know, what are you interested in? What are you creative about? What are you smart about? What are you driven to do? You know, and that's where the conversation of follow your passion comes into play. And people misinterpret that because they look at it like, oh, well, you know, I'm passionate about watching tv no motherfucker what do you you haven't even done anything you have to do shit to figure out what your passion is you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and uh there's there's opportunity in all those things you know a lot of people answer that question with like oh my passion is to make money no it's not you can't have a passion to make money and if your passion is money you're going to always burn out because when you're not making any you're going to quit and try something else. And then you're not going to make any money there. And you're going to quit and try something else. And it leads into this repetitive cycle of not being able to stick with shit long enough for it to actually make money. You know, and you're focused on the wrong thing anyway. You're not focused on providing value or, or providing uh, some sort of, of great product. You're focused on what you can get. And that's the complete opposite thing you need to do to actually make money. So the point of what I'm trying to say is that everybody has those potentials. It's just... Most of the time when they think about it, <clears throat> they sell themselves short, you know, or they run it by a friend who's also, you know, average Joe mindset and their friends like, oh, dude, no, that's fucking stupid. Right. And that's it. Right. And it ends right there. And they're like, yeah, you know what? You're right. Let's let's order another beer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Right. So I, it, it's it, it, it's going to take work, mm-hmm. like mental work. Like, you know, you've got to reprogram yourself. Right. And that, that's hard to do. It's kind of a funny question, but as you know, we've got a very young uh, a group of people that listen to us. I mean, we've got a pretty wide, diverse yeah, yeah. demographic, but some of them are even in high school. Some of them are even in college. And they might say, I know I have potential, but to be honest with you, Andy, I don't know what I'm good at. Like, what, in your opinion... Is is the method All to right, learn so like that? For, is, I mean, for are me, you, are you a fan? Are you a fan of like you know, uh, personality tests and aptitude tests and stuff like that? I don't know, man. Like, yeah. dude, I got caught in you know, it's as basic of a story as it can get for myself. You know, I like to fucking work out. I like sports. I liked being active. I liked having muscles because, mm-hmm. like, you know, I was trying to pick up girls. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like, I got into vitamins. Yeah. It was a natural progression of what I was interested in. You know, what are you into? Learn about that shit. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's that simple. Yeah. Absolutely. And there's, you know, I mean, literally, man, you could talk about the simplest shit that somebody's into and make it into a business. Yeah. What do you find yourself doing? How do you? What are you thinking about? What are you working towards? What are you doing? You know, work to become an expert in that. You know, and realize that like no one's ever going to credit you as being an expert until you credit yourself being an expert. Right. You know what I mean? Like people, a lot of people are experts at things and they don't even realize they're experts. They think like, oh, because I haven't won an award or I haven't been recognized by Forbes or I haven't this or that. I'm not an expert. No, you, you very well may be. You don't have to be recognized. You just got to know your shit. Right. You know? So as I said, the other aspect of that 
that word realization is the idea of, of like bringing it into reality and materializing it. And I know that a big, a big part of what you have said over the last year or two, really probably over the course of your life is that success isn't magic, that there, there are concrete things, actionable, critical tasks that you do. So just talk a little bit about that a little bit more. Well, that's a matter of perspective. Okay. Right now, I people who win will always point at the quality of their work. They will always point at their work ethic. They will point at what they did to get where they are. They will never say, oh, I got lucky. Oh, I got this. Oh, I got that. You'll never see somebody who wins that says that shit. They just don't say it because it isn't fucking true. Right. But everybody who loses will point at the circumstances that person has. They will point and say, that dude was born with that. He was lucky. He was uh, in the right place at the right time. They have a story that they tell themselves about every successful person out there so that it makes them feel good about why that person's there and why they're here. Right. And, you know. They, they demand a recount. Yeah, every time, man. <laughs> like, dude, every time. And, and the thing is, is that the truth of the matter is most people will dream big. They'll think big uh, if, they're, if they're awake. And they will think of these big things, but they won't ever actually put a plan into place. They never make that jump. They never take that leap. Uh, they don't cross over from thinking to doing. And that's the most important part. Right. And once you can actually start believing that the work pay, – because, like, dude, people don't believe the work pays off, right? They, they, they tell themselves this shit. Like, people are expert at justifying things. They tell themselves shit like this. Well, like, oh, dude, you know, okay, I like that. But that takes like 12 years and it takes me like, I'm going to have to do all this work. And like, what if I, what if I go through the 12 years and then, um, it still doesn't work or it doesn't pay out or it doesn't this or it doesn't that. And then they convince themselves to not do the work. But every successful person knows that if you do the work, you're going to, you're going to materialize something. And when you start materializing things and things start to happen and you gain momentum, you could start to direct that, that direction that you're on, kind of like a boat going down the river, man. You know, you've got some momentum, you're going, all you got to do is change the direction a little bit to get to the left or to the right or wherever it is you want to go. And people don't think of it like that. They just think like, oh, well, I'm not going to end up exactly there. Well, I can tell you this, you may not end up exactly there, but you're going to be 10 times better than you are if you don't do the fucking work. You see what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, what I hear you saying so far with this definition is success is, first of all, waking up to the realization that you are, in fact, an agent of change with incredible potential. And then once you recognize that, to switch over from the, as you said, it thinking to the doing, to then putting actions to actually work out that potential. Right. It's simple. Yeah. It's simple, man. It really is. So... um, Moving but, but on. People, people, dude, people just got to quit telling themselves the stories. You know, you're fucking story time to yourself every fucking day. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, that guy's this or that guy's that or he has this that I don't have or, you know, he was in the right place and I don't know those people and, you know, his parents are rich and blah, 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 blah. When you have a fucking story for everything, you're not going to do anything. Right. And that's what people don't think about you know and, and you've got to consciously catch yourself telling these stories and be real honest with yourself like look I'm justifying my own lack of of willingness to do that work by saying that 
You know, that guy's like, start to look at successful people and think, instead of thinking all these circumstantial things that got them where they are, why don't you think about the work they fucking did to get there? Why don't you think about all the nights, all the weekends, all the fucking hours they put in, all the trips, all the meetings, all the fucking heartbreaks, all the misery, all the fucking bad shit that's happened to them along that journey and start thinking like that. Because if you can start thinking like that, your brain and, and, and your mind will start to accept the fact that this is a, this is a result of math. It's, a, it's an equation of math. It's a result of A plus B equals C. It's not magic. And you'll start to think differently about it. But when you look at somebody, like let's say The Rock, and say, oh, The Fucking Rock is The Rock, well, he didn't just fucking come out of the vagina being The Fucking Rock. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, this guy works his ass off. He travels 350 fucking days a year. You think that shit's easy? You know, people don't realize, like, the work that goes into that. Like, that dude's been working at his craft, you know, and, and dude, his personality that everybody loves is crafted. You know, he is, he's a character, and I'm sure he's authentic with himself at this point because it's probably become who it is. But, dude, he didn't come out at 14 years old being like he is. This is something he's became and he's worked at for years. Right. And I think what's amazing about The Rock is that, if anybody knows his story, his work ethic was the same when he had seven bucks to his name. Yeah. As it is now. It's yeah. not like he suddenly got to this point. You know why? Said, oh, I will I bet you. I will bet you. I will bet you any amount of money if you ask him that why he works so hard now because he probably feels like that same dude that doesn't have seven bucks in his pocket. Hmm. You know what I mean? And he yeah. don't want to go back to that. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yeah. You know, dude, it's, it's, uh, it's work, man. Yeah. It's what it is. And people need to quit with the stories. They need to quit with the justifications. You need to become aware enough to call yourself out when you justify things and that's going to be step number one, you know, just becoming aware when you tell yourself a story. Like when you see a dude roll up in a fucking Ferrari, you know, don't automatically think, oh, his parents must have left him a bunch of money. Start asking your question, man, I wonder what that guy does. I wonder what he did to get that. You, you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. But I'm, I'm, I'm really fascinated by the even, even your use of the word stories, because if you think about it. You're right. The difference between unsuccessful and successful people is that unsuccessful people have in their mind that they're just sort of a passive. No, dude. Unsuccessful people tell stories. Successful people look at facts. Right. It's the end of the. That's it. Right. Period. They tell themselves stories. Unsuccessful people tell the stories to themselves. Successful people look at the facts of the matter. That's it. Right. You know. Just work with the facts. Right. And then they end up writing their own story. Exactly. Yeah. So. Your definition is success is realizing your own true potential. So that the, that phrase, your own. So I take that to mean that in your definition of success, in your well, opinion, it must be personalized. What do you mean by that? Well, everybody, like, it's your own. Look, man, it is personalized, and and everybody's born with a different skill set. I believe that. Like, dude, if you're six foot seven and you're two hundred and fifty fucking pounds and you can jump through the fucking ceiling in the gym. You're probably going to be okay at playing basketball. But if you don't work at your skills and you don't work at your ball handling, you don't work at your free throws, you don't work at, at dribbling, you don't work at all the shit, you're not going to become Michael Jordan or somewhere even close. You still got to do the work. And there, there's guys, you know, that are born with a certain skill set of, let's say, entrepreneurship. Like I feel like I was, you know. I, I tell everybody I'm a normal dude, but you know what? We're normal dudes selling fucking baseball cards out of their dad's garage at nine years old. We're normal dudes fucking selling light bulbs door to door at eight years old. 
I don't know. That was normal for me, you know, but I have an entrepreneurial upbringing. So like I'm, I'm conditioned to do well in that area from early on, Mm -hmm. which means I can, I have a, a, a further, um, or a more, a better starting spot than a lot of people. Right. Right. Like my dad didn't give me money, but I mean, I got a great education from it. You see what I mean? Right. So, you know, everybody's got different potentials. It's, so to, to like rate people on like, like people like to do, like people like to rate people on how much money they make or what kind of house they live in or what kind of cars they drive or what on other, all kinds of, you can't because not everybody started where those people started. So you have to admit and be in, like, I'm definitely like the, the number one guy that'll tell you like everybody could be as successful as they want and don't make fucking excuses. But that doesn't say that people don't start in different different areas with different um, pre almost determined skill sets. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. programmed into them. Yeah. And uh, and because of that, you know, you can't you can only me- measure potential on an individualized basis. And the, the potential that you're going to measure by is going to be fulfillment of the potential that that person has. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody with uh, with Down syndrome who is a high level operator is, is probably not have the mental potential to be Stephen Hawking. Right. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. So, and while they still like, do we have uh, a business right here next to us that employs only people with down syndrome, which is freaking awesome. Mm-hmm. They're all high functioning uh, people with down syndrome. Very cool. Very nice. Very great people. But you know, and, and they come and function in a real and work environment and do great. But you know, is that person going to become a master philosopher of the universe (laughs) or an astrophysicist? It's it's not going to happen. Right. Right. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it will happen one day, but you get what I'm saying? We all have the capacity to do certain things and we're all good at certain things. So you can't measure potential on anything else other than, you know, what it is. Mm -hmm. So, Basically, well, I've heard you say this before, and I'm just I'm just fleshing it out to be a little bit more uh, obvious. So obviously, for for competition's sake, it's okay to compare yourself to somebody if that helps motivate you. But really, at the end of the day, you're the measure of your own success, is what you're saying. Yeah, man. I mean, like, dude, to say you don't compare yourself to people, anybody who says that's full of shit. Mm-hmm. All right, that's like something people say to be fucking cool. Like, it's a hipster thing. Like, oh, uh, well, I'm fucking living my own life, man. I don't compare myself to anybody. Why are you wearing the same fucking clothes that every other motherfucker is wearing? Why are you drinking every fucking dark beer that has ever been brewed? Why, why, why are you fucking doing everything that every one of these other hipsters motherfuckers do, but, but you're individual? Get the fuck out of here, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dude, everybody's influenced. Everybody has things they want to be and people they compare themselves to, and that's okay. That's great because it it gives you drive. It gives you motivation. It gives you inspiration. You know, a lot of people let those things become negative to them. Like maybe they're trying to catch so-and-so. Like I had a I had a person one time tell me in business, in my same industry, he told me, oh, I just can't keep up with you. And I thought like, bro, you've been doing this for like three, four years. I've been doing this for 20 fucking years. Right. Why are you putting yourself through that kind of mental, you know, anguish? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like- it's not a realistic thing to think like that. You, is it okay to like be inspired by people's success? Absolutely. Is it okay to see somebody drive an X car and want a car like that for yourself? Fuck yeah. Is it okay to see somebody kicking ass 
doing what it is you want to do and want to aspire to be that person? Absolutely. But at the end of the day, you still have to remember that certain people start at different places. And so you, it's very, it's a, it's a very slippery subject to make, to, to really uh, attack because most people will compare themselves to other people and then feel bad about themselves as opposed to feeling good about it. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's where it becomes a problem, you know, where they say, Oh, look, this guy's running a bill. Like for me. All right. Oh, Herbalife's running an $8 billion a year company. Well, they've been doing it for 30 fucking years. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not a real, it's okay for me to aspire to grow something that big but like for me to feel bad about where they are versus where I am doesn't make sense. Right. And a lot of people will get hung up in those kind of situations, start thinking negatively, start acting negatively, and it spirals downward to, to really like self-destruction, you know? So you have to be very careful when you, when you compare yourself to other people because, you know, they're not you. You're you. Right. That's it. Right. So I'll repeat the definition again. Success is realizing and pursuing your how own awesome true grandpas are true potential. You guys aren't going to let me in, uh, leave, you know, drop that. Never, right yeah, never. It's become a permanent fixture. It is. It's it's amazing how many people jumped on to that whole phenomenon. By the way, go on Vaughn's page hashtag grandpas. <laughs> All right, uh, sorry for interrupting. No, 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 you're fine. Okay, so just to repeat, because I want I want to drill this in people's head because this is obviously a really good definition of success. Success is. Realizing and pursuing your own true potential. And when I see that phrase, true potential, the things, the, the two concepts that come to my mind are true, meaning you have to be sober, you have to be realistic on some level, but then potential is a hopeful word. It's a word that, you know, is limitless. So, dude, I, I honestly believe, man. But let me ask you this question. Then, okay. I, you're, you're, I honestly believe that most people can pursue, like, I feel like most goals are attainable for people. Like, there's tons of dudes that played in the NBA that were not fucking great athletes mm -hmm. growing up. Mm -hmm. There's tons of dudes that played in the NFL that were just okay athletes that worked their fucking asses off to become that. There's plenty of people who are multi, multi, multi millionaires, and I've met a lot of them that I would consider not very smart. But you know what they all, what all those people did? They all fucking did the work. They mm -hmm. all were people of action. Okay, I have a, I have a great friend who. And I tell him this, so I don't have a problem saying it. Who's a multimillionaire. He's done very well in life. He, he's pretty fucking stupid, just being real. And I just tell him. I always tell him, like, hey, bro, you know, you do pretty well for being a dumbass. Like, but the, you know what the thing is? I respect the shit out of him because you know what? He understands that success is math. It is no different. You make a list, you cross the fucking list off every day for a long fucking time. And shit happens. Right. And that's it. Right. So... You know, are you going to be um, an Emmy award-winning singer and singing with fucking Celine Dion on the stage? Maybe not. But I guarantee you, if you dedicate your whole life to become a singer, you'll fill up some fucking nice crowds and you'll have a good time. Yeah. And you'll be fulfilled. Yeah. Well, no matter what your voice sounds like. Much, much as I hate to admit it, you sort of brilliantly anticipated I my know, question. I know, because that's me. Was, I'm fucking well, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, Isn't that right, Tyler? But, that is correct. But the question <laughs> really was, how do you, how do you bridge the, the apparent divide between true, you know, having a sober assessment of yourself and potential believing in your huge potential. And you said it, the, the, the thing that bridges the divide between those two it's things work. is work. Right. The work always comes before the belief. Yeah. All right. 
you're going to do work, you're going to do work, you're going to do work. And there takes faith, right? You got to have faith that the work's going to, to even start the work, you got to have a little faith that it's going to pay off. And what's going to happen, and I said this before, you guys have probably heard it, you're going to do a little bit, you're going to inch, 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 inch forward from doing the work, and then you're going to see some cool shit happen, you're going to say, holy shit, guess what happened? And, you know, I lost five pounds, or I made $1,000, or I, I made this contact, and then you're going to say, man, you know what? The work actually works, mm-hmm. you know? And that's how, that's how the belief starts to happen. So then you're like, well, fuck, if I did this much work and I got this result, what if I do this much more? And then your thinking changes. And then all of a sudden, now you're starting to believe that you could produce that result with the work and it changes your life. The problem is most people never start with the first set of doing it because they just discount it because all their fucking friends at the bar tell them it's a waste of time. It's ridiculous. Like it's so, it's so it's so crazy how easy people give up on their whole entire life. It's, it's, to me, I can't relate. But I see it every day. I see it every day, man. I see it in my Facebook comments. I see it in my Instagram comments. I see it, I see it in the emails that people send. Which, by the way, I don't check my DMs. So when you comment on my fucking Instagram saying, check your DMs, I don't fucking check them. I'm sorry, I don't. You know, maybe one day when I have an assistant, they can check them. But they literally get hundreds a day. Man, I sent you a good one the other day. You did? Oh, yeah. I was slid it, in was that it, DM. Well, you slid <laughs> in? <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. So. But, dude, the point is, is that, like, you, you have to understand that, you know, for you to ever really believe, you're going to have to do some fucking work to get started. Right. You know, like, just look at fitness people, man. Like, how many people have to lose 100 pounds or 200 pounds and, and you hear him saying shit like this. Oh, well, uh, my body just won't let me lose it. Like, bro, you didn't even fucking do anything. How do you know? Right. Or they eat one healthy meal and they're like, fuck, I don't have abs yet. Or they do it for, <laughs> they do it for a week. Yeah. It, it's the same thing. Like, you, like I talk, we have sales reps all over the world for first form. And I tell, you know, when I'm talking to these people, I have to talk to them in terms of fitness because they're not all entrepreneurial minded and that's okay. But we talk to them about sales, right? And I use this example. I'm like, what if you... What if you were to write a diet, fill out the supplements, and, and instruct somebody to go out and follow the plan, and they came back to you in a week or two weeks and came back and said, this isn't working. Your, your plan, it doesn't work for me. It's just not going to fucking work for me. You would laugh. You'd be like, bro, you got to give it like eight weeks at least to see results. You know, it takes time. It takes time. And you would laugh. But it's funny how many people understand that in fitness but they don't understand that in like career right you know like and in career guess what it takes longer than eight weeks you're gonna times that by like 10 that's what it takes to get it going right it just does like i got a real successful uh or i've got a, a a rep in my in my company who just honestly wasn't doing the fucking job and i had to fucking straight up lay the smack down and uh it's funny because the last like week and Tyler and I were talking about this yesterday. The last week, every post has been great. Every call has been great. Everything's been perfect. And I, I text her and I said, I said, hey, good job. She's like, oh, thanks. I've been, I've been working really hard. I feel, I'm feeling it. And I'm like, all right, well, uh, do it for another year straight. And then let me know how it works out for you. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, dude, it's not a four or five or six day or a week or two week thing. 
it's a fucking lifetime. Yeah. Well, I just always liked your quote, you know, choose your hard. Yeah, man. Do you want to do you want to have a hard life for the rest of your life or do you want Well, your life's going to have hard, but well, of but, course, but, but like which hard do you want? Do you exactly. want to do you want to fucking I know which do you, hard Tyler wants. Do, yeah, I know. Oh, Tyler <laughs> wants that hard. Okay, Mr. Impaler. Yeah. <laughs> Vaughn wants to impale Tyler. Tyler, that's what I think's going on here. But dude, what I'm saying is like you are going to you're going to have difficulties. Do you want to have the difficulties of a person being uh, broke right. or out of shape or do you want to have the difficulties of doing the work and then and then have the prize of having some money and some f- and, and look good and feel good. Right. You know, it, it's all a trade, but the, the heart's going to be there. And people just don't believe until they do a little bit of the work. But people are so willing, so unwilling to get through that first eight or 10 or 12 weeks of changing their life that they ne- that they never do it ever their whole life for fucking 80 years. Dude, it's crazy. Yeah, it is. So we had our friend Ben Newman back on the show the other day and I remember asking him when he f- first started working with us because you know Ben if you guys follow our podcast Ben is a part of what he does is he's a professional public speaker and he's he's like talking literally two or three times maybe more a week so he is he is just booked constantly all right and I asked him I said but Ben you know there are a lot of people that really want to get into that whole public speaking thing I said how did you really get to be the point you're so successful and I was I kind of surprised by his answer because I thought he was going to say, oh, I had this really, really great uh, pitch that I made to companies and all this. He said, Vaughn, I have a daily habit of I contact a certain number of people a day without fail. He's like, it's a numbers game. Right. And he said, now I don't have to do it. But when I was starting, it was just constant attempt after attempt after attempt. And and that's what I thought of when I heard you talking. It's not just this this over time being committed to ongoing work, but it's attempt after attempt after attempt, repetition, like success is a habit. It's a habit. Success is a numbers game. Yes. Yeah. I agree with that a hundred percent, you know, so uh, a couple with the ability to learn from your mistakes. Right. Right. Not doing the same thing wrong. And some people do that. Like, dude, I I actually made a post, a fucking snap story about this today. You know, like people who constantly complain and constantly, cry and whine and make passive aggressive statuses about their lives on Facebook. It's like, dude, you're the fucking only constant variable. And this thing keeps happening over and over and over again. But yet you're blaming everyone else. Like, when is it going to be the time for you to point the finger at yourself and say, man, you know, this is my fucking fault. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, it's, it's amazing to me how many people can't even do that. You can't admit that you made a mistake to yourself, bro. You're not that important to where the whole world's going to fall apart if you admit that you made a fucking mistake. Right. You know what I mean? Throw your fucking ego out. Like, bro, I make mistakes every fucking day. Right. I expect it. So I've got a couple of follow-up questions just to wrap this up, but it'd be a good time just to share social. You are Andy Frisella on Instagram. And I am Andy Frisella. You are Andy Frisella. And on everything except for Snapchat, you are... MFCEO-1. MFCEO-1. Tyler is... Go, what are you, Tyler? Uh, Instagram's M-A-I underscore Tyler. My Tyler. Okay, and I'm at V-A-U-G-H-N-K-O-H-L-E-R... Vaughn yeah, my Facebook's, uh, if you're going to search it, it's Andrew Frisella for oh, the live yeah. event. So, yeah. like, if make you sure you catch it, that tonight. You'll find it. Um, I, I guess I would just wrap up by saying, oh, well, before I say, before I wrap up, I, I, I know I'm going to bring, I know, you know, the vast majority of the people who listen to us are probably not going to have an issue, but there's probably going to be a couple of people get their panties in a wad. But can I just say how cool it is that our next president is an entrepreneur? Hey, man, you know, 
Do I, do I even want to touch that? Do I don't fucking care. That? I don't care what people think. You know, I've said a hundred times, if you can't, if you couldn't run my business, you have no business running the country. Yeah. I think having an entrepreneurial background, a business background is priority number one. Yeah. You know, a lot of people will argue and say, oh, fucking social issues and this and that. Dude, fuck that. Motherfuckers, if you don't have no money, you can't do shit. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Yeah. Grant Cardone posted on IG about that just about. Just, you know, here, you, you literally have an entrepreneur who is now the president or will be the president of the United States of America. So I, it's kind of cool for those yeah, of but us see, who Let's are, talk who about this, man. That. So like most people will look at that and they say, oh, he's not a real entrepreneur because his fucking dad gave him a million dollars. And, you know, he had this privileged upbringing and he had blah, 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 blah. And they go on and on and on and on and on. Example of telling stories about it, right? Instead of saying right. like, whoa, dude. That guy took a million dollars and turned it into fucking billions of dollars. Could have just spent it. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> right. most people would have. Yeah, most right. people would have bought fucking Jordans and fucking those sweatpants that look like they sh- people shit themselves <laughs> that are tied around the legs. We haven't talked about those for a while. Yeah, what are those called? Shitters? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what you call them. All these motherfuckers in fitness are wearing these things. Actually, they're starting to not wear them anymore because, dude, they just look horrible. Yeah, like it's the ones with the really low crotch. Is that what you're yeah, talking yeah. about? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They call joggers. Oh no, jog. Well, look. I explain it. Well, joggers can come in like those different. No, I'm talking about the ones that look yeah, yeah. like you're wearing a fucking sweatshirt on your fucking right. pants. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Those, yeah, but joggers the come. The question in, is, do joggers those come, come in like normal crotches? Can you get those Dude, in salmon? All I know is like we give Tyler a bunch of shit about his fashion. I'm just happy I've never seen him wear a pair of those. Like, <laughs> I have joggers. They just don't hang really fucking low. You don't have the ones with the shitters? No, I don't look like I have a dirty diaper on. <laughs> That's what it looks like. <laughs> I know. Dude, who fucking made those? Here's the point. You know what the point of that is? Is that you can come up with a product that literal shitty and it will still fucking sell. If you fucking do, do it right, right. Yeah, yeah. you know, like it's just unbelievable. The yeah. opportunities are unbelievable. Absolutely. Okay. Like, so just, just to wrap up success is realizing and pursuing your own true potential. Just off the top of your head. I mean, share a couple of tips for how to put all this into practice. Dude, The first thing I would do is I would go back and listen to the podcast, win the day. Mm-hmm. All right. Because that's going to give you a practical understanding of how you can literally accumulate wins to become a winner Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's actionable things so you know don't just sit there and fucking dream about it and think about it and all this other bullshit that people tell you to do or that you see on instagram like oh fucking dream big dreams blah 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 like dude is that part of it yeah but the real part of it is doing the fucking work so like let's get practical about it have your goals have your dreams have your visions Great, but unless you have a plan from where it is you want to be to where you are and work backwards from that plan, which is what we do in that podcast, Win the Day, you are never going to get there. So I don't care how much you fucking dream about it. I don't care. Like a lot of people are into the law of attraction now, which I am a vocal believer in, but you've got to do your part. You know, you've got to meet it in the middle. And most people miss that step because of the way that the law of attraction sounds it sounds right. mystical it sounds magical it sounds like oh if i believe it it'll manifest you just itself passively accept it if you believe life, it yeah. and yeah. and you know it, it will manifest itself if you take the actions to work towards that mm-hmm. but that's the part people miss right you know Guys, it's a two-part you, process if you've listened to the mfceo project for any length of time you know that we're we're touching on things that andy's talked about over the last year or so like i said we wanted to refresh 
the reality is is that there's no there's no new secret magical formula for success. Andy has been saying this literally for the last year, but sometimes it's important. To well, especially remi- going into a new year. Yeah, you and, know, and sometimes it's important to be reminded of what you already know. Right. You know. So we're well, going to no talk one about doing is two uh, different things, man. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, greatness and motivation and perseverance in the next couple of weeks. But anything else you you have yeah, to share, guys? Uh, make sure you tune in tonight and check out that Facebook Live, and then also, um, you know, if you found this podcast valuable. Share with your friends. You know, we've we've grown a tremendous amount this year. It's been crazy. Uh, it's encouraging to me the amount that we've grown, not because, like, I can say, oh, we grew or we have this many listeners, but it makes me feel like I'm not fucking crazy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of us here right now, we're, you know, the way we think, it's for a long time, the last 20 years, it hasn't been even popular to vocalize the way that we think. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not cool to be ambitious. It's not cool to want things. It's not cool to want to make money, you know, and that's bullshit. Okay. If you don't make any fucking money, if you don't think that's cool, if you don't, uh, you know, work your ass off to do these things, if you don't have ambitions, what good can you do for other people? You know, cause that's what people always like to point out. You should care about other people, not yourself. Motherfucker, why do you think I do all this shit? If I was worried about myself, I'd already fucking retire. You know what I mean? People don't think about it like that. Yeah, I'm waiting because you said this, what was it, like about a year ago, and you got all these people saying, what about Mother Teresa? Mother Teresa didn't have any money, and she impacted lots of people's lives. Yeah, what about her? (laughs) I mean, what about her? If she would have sold some fucking books, she would have had some fucking money. (laughs) Would she not? The point is, is that, dude, when you make impact and you provide value, you have the opportunity to do what you want, yeah. right? Whether it be through fame or whether it be through making a difference or whether it be through monetary donation. And unless you impact people, you can never get to that point. Right. And what's more impactful, you know, going down to the local soup kitchen and serving meals on Thanksgiving, which is great if you do that. Kudos to you. But what's more impactful, doing that or making enough money to build 100 motherfucking soup kitchens for people? Absolutely. And that's what I think pe- people forget. No, we they, are, they we, don't even consider it, man. We are because an entrepreneurial it's, podcast. Dude, We're not look, talking about missionary work, which is great, obviously, clearly. It all relates. Be, it's all the yeah, same. It's all relate, it, but that's, uh, it's crazy. Without money, man, missionaries wouldn't exist. Right. You couldn't go do that shit without money. It's a reality. There's people that finance those things. Absolutely. That's okay? So the, these, this anti-money, anti-fucking, you know, capitalism, anti-this, everybody deserves this, 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 fuck, fuck that. If you don't have money, you can't do that much good. You can only affect the people that you come in contact with, which if you don't have it and that's what you do, that's what you should do. I'm not knocking it, but I'm just saying you can make a hell of a lot more of a dent in the world in a good way when you have the means to do so. And if you have some sort of moral hangup about becoming financially successful or earning a great living or whatever it is that you have your hang up about because you know it's not cool um you need to start thinking about it differently and think about the shit that you can do because i'll tell you right now i do a lot of cool fucking shit that i wouldn't be able to do if i didn't if i didn't do the work that i have done so far and i plan to do a lot more but the point of what i try to make here is that like dude it makes me it makes me encouraged that people grow this podcast so much because it, it makes me feel like that that spirit and that those values and all the things that we talk about are still alive in people, even if they're not vocalizing it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's fucking cool. I think it's one of the coolest things about this Very whole deal. Cool. So yeah. guys, I appreciate you guys sharing. I appreciate 
um, everything that you do for us. I appreciate you listening. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll be back next week with some more, uh, with some more talk. And it's your job to go out and act. Get ready to get your minds blown tonight. Blown! <laughs> See you later, guys. This is for the cheese, and this is for the hustlers. This is for the hustlers, now back to the cheese.